The Bible speaks of a falling away from the Word of God as a necessary prerequisite for the return of the Lord Jesus Christ for the church. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24, verses 11 through 12, And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Amos chapter 8, verses 11 through 12, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea, and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord, and shall not find it. Many churches are full in America and the world, but a full church does not mean hearts are surrendered to the Lord Jesus Christ and the Word of God. These alone are the credentials of salvation. Most churches today have rejected the majority text Bible, see which Bible. They are preaching out of their pulpits from an adulterated, contradictory translation of the minority text, and most of Christendom does not seem to care. Many have replaced God's doctrines with the doctrines of men and devils, and Christendom does not seem to care. The Lord asks us these questions. Do you care? Will you shoulder the word of God faithfully? I am examining my own self to see whether or not I am in the faith. Unfortunately, many men and women, finding a hunger for God, seek out a church where there is a famine for the word of God. They think this is it. Speaking of the religious leaders in his day, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 23, verse 15, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For ye compass sea and land to make one proselyte, and when he is made, ye make him twofold more the child of hell than yourselves. Click on the witch religion, and I'm trying to find a church out here on this website. A special note, the doomsday that we mention in these articles is the end of the world as we know it. It takes place at the great battle of Armageddon. However, this is not the grand finale of all things of the world. The final end of this world takes place after the thousand-year reign of Christ and after the great white throne judgment. Now for today's subject. God said, Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 and 20, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Jesus believes this world will end. Man said, these foolish doomsday prophets make me laugh. There is no end to this world and certainly no judgment day. Now the record. This is the final part in a four-part series entitled 21 Signs of Doomsday. If you haven't read or listened to the first three features, please click on the uh, titles listed below and review that information before continuing with this final feature. In this series, we do not mean to suggest that there are only 21 signs of doomsday, but these 21 signs cited do lend themselves well to observable third-party confirmation. When signs number 18 to 21 come to pass, all previous 17 signs mentioned have already happened or and are happening. The church has been caught up to meet Christ Jesus in the clouds, and the son of perdition, the Antichrist, has gone into the temple and confessed himself to be God. It appears that Israel will reject this false god, and their rebellion appears to precipitate the great and deadly battle of Armageddon. Several years ago, the U.S. Clinton administration and NATO attacked U Yugoslavia, which was in the midst of civil conflict with the Albanian Muslims in the Yugoslavian city of Kosovo. 
One journalist in the Jerusalem Post reflected on the fact that this had established a very dangerous precedent that a sovereign nation dealing with internal issues could be invaded by a global organization such as NATO, NATO excuse me, at their whim. The Jerusalem Post writer then said, We, meaning Israel, are next. Sign number 18, Zechariah chapter 14, verse 2. For I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city shall be taken, and the houses rifled, and the women ravished, and half of the city shall go forth into captivity, and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Sign number 18 is that all the nations of the earth shall be gathered unto Israel in battle in an effort to alleviate themselves of the seed of Abraham. Remember, that seed is Christ. As mentioned earlier, a global organization able to place in the field the armies of this world already exist in the United Nations, and it wouldn't take much to bring this to pass. Anti-Semitic sentiment is presently resurrecting and ripening around the globe. A liberal anti-Jewish American administration and some form of Israeli intransigency that offends the global will on any issue would give the haters of Israel who dominate the UN the impetus to officially reprimand Israel. When the Jews refuse to submit, the battle will be set in array. God said, For I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, Zechariah 14.2. It's beginning to rain. Sign number 19, Zechariah chapter 13, verses 6 through 9. And one shall say unto him, What are these wounds in thine hands? Then he shall answer, Those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. Awake, O sword, against my shepherd, and against the man that is my fellow, saith the Lord of hosts. Smite the shepherd, and the sheep shall be scattered, and I will turn mine hand upon the little ones. And it shall come to pass that in all the land, saith the Lord, two parts thereof shall be cut off and die, but the third shall be left therein. And I will bring the third part through the fire, and will refine them as silver is refined, and will try them as gold is tried. They shall call on my name, and I will hear them. I will say it is my people, and they shall say, The Lord is my God. Sign number 19 is a ferocious last day battle that takes place in the land of Israel. In this attack on Israel, led by the Antichrist, two-thirds of all the Jewish people will be killed. Imagine that the casualty count for this battle is already proclaimed. To calculate the number, multiply the Jewish population in Israel at the time of the attack by point six six six. Isn't it ironic that the number of the name of the Antichrist leading this murderous charge is 666? It's beginning to pour. Sign number 20, Zechariah chapter 14, verses 1 through 2. Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, and thy spoil shall be divided in the midst of thee. For I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city shall be taken, and the houses rifled, and the women ravished, and half of the city shall go forth into captivity, and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. The remaining one-third of the children of Israel will retreat to Jerusalem. Half of the city will be taken in battle, the houses rifled, and the women ravished. Those taken in the captured half of Jerusalem shall go into captivity. The Ishmaelites and all the haters of the seed of Abraham will be licking their chops with anticipation as they prepare to do what so many other wicked have failed to do, totally obliterate the name of Israel from the face of the earth. 
The Jews left in the other half of Jerusalem will brace themselves for their final stand and for what appears to be their certain final annihilation. It's beginning to pour. Sign number 21, Zechariah chapter 14, verses 1 through 5. Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, and thy spoil shall be divided in the midst of thee. For I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city shall be taken, and the houses rifled, and the women ravished, and half of the city shall go forth into captivity, and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations, as when he fought in the day of battle. And his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the midst thereof toward the east and toward the west, and there shall be a very great valley. And half of the mountain shall remove toward the north, and half of it toward the south. And ye shall flee to the valley of the mountains, for the valley of the mountains shall reach unto Azel. Yea, ye shall flee like as ye fled from before the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah. And the Lord my God shall come, and all the saints with thee. Sign number 21 is the return of King Jesus. He shall stand on the Mount of Olives, and an earthquake will split it in two. The nations of the world advance on the beleaguered remnant in their effort to finally suffocate the seed of Abraham, but something for the would-be conquering troops takes place that is horribly startling. The sky rolls back like a scroll, and the King of Glory descends out of heaven, landing on the Mount of Olives, which is just to the east of Jerusalem. The largest earthquake the world has ever known takes place, and the Mount of Olives is split in two. A huge valley is formed toward the east and toward the west, which extends to Azel, Revelation 16, verses 17 through 21. And the seventh angel poured out his vial into the air, and there came a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne, saying, It is done. And there were voices and thunders and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such as was not since men were upon the earth so mighty an earthquake and so great, and the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell, and great Babylon came into remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. And every island fled away, and the mountains were not found, and there fell upon men a great hail out of heaven, every stone about the weight of a talent, and men blasphemed God because of the plague of the hail, for the plague thereof was exceeding great. On Wednesday, February 11, 2004, an earthquake measuring 5.0 on the Richter scale rocked Israel. It didn't cause a lot of damage, but it did cause a lot of discussion and Israeli architectural soul-searching. Active fault lines run throughout all Israel, with one running directly under the Mount of Olives. The following excerpt is from the March 5, 2004 International Jerusalem Post under the heading, The Quaking Capital. The fault which stretches from Syria to Mozambique through the Jordan Valley along the eastern border of Israel and is responsible for creation of the Jordan Valley, Lake Kinneret, the Sea of Galilee, and the Dead Sea, has several rifts in the direction of Jerusalem. History is sure to repeat itself according to the experts, although no one knows exactly when. The average is about one strong event per century, Solomon says, but the subject of predicting earthquakes is very complicated. We can only say that the location of the future earthquakes will be along the Syrian-African fault that the magnitude could measure up to 7.5 on the Richter scale. 
and with 90% confidence that the next major quake will happen within 50 years, end of quote. The above statement was attributed to Dr. Amos Salomon, research geologist at the Geological Survey of Israel in Jerusalem. In the same issue of the Jerusalem Post in the feature All Shook Up, Dr. Rami Hofstetter, director of Seismology Division of the Geophysical Institute of Israel, said, We are going to have a bigger one, Hofstetter said. There is no doubt about it. We are going to have it. It's just a question of time. We know it's going to happen because we have historical information on this for the last 2,000 years. The Jewish people are aware that God has prophesied of this horrific earthquake that will split the Mount of Olives in two, and they also know that it marks the coming of the Messiah. What they don't know is that this coming Messiah is the Messiah, Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God who bore the sins of the world. Also in the same issue of the Jerusalem Post is another article dealing with earthquakes Excuse me, under the heading, When the Earth Trembles. This is the following excerpt. The Messianic era is also to be marked by earthquakes in Israel. The mountains of Jerusalem are predicted to split, though it will occasion more joy than sorrow. End of quote. The joy mentioned in the above paragraph will be for the handful of Jews holed up in Jerusalem who are delivered by Jesus Christ, but for the armies congregated against Jerusalem and for much of the world's population, this is doomsday. For the enemies of the cross of Christ, this is doomsday. For the world as we know it, this is doomsday. For the world's government system, it is doomsday. For the pornographers, for Hollywood, for the alcohol industry, etc., etc., it's not just beginning to pour, it is doomsday. Now for the rest of Zechariah chapter 14 from verse 6. And it shall come to pass in that day that the light shall not be clear nor dark. But it shall be one day which shall be known to the Lord, not day nor night, but it shall come to pass that at evening time it shall be light. And it shall be in that day that living waters shall go out from Jerusalem, half of them toward the former sea, and half of them toward the hinder sea, in summer and in winter shall it be. And the Lord shall be king over all the earth. In that day there shall be one Lord, and his name one. And the land shall be turned as a plain from Geba to Rimon south of Jerusalem, and it shall be lifted up and inhabited in her place from Benjamin's gate unto the place of the first gate, unto the corner gate, and from the tower of Hananiel unto the king's wine presses. And men shall dwell in it, and there shall be no more utter destruction, but Jerusalem shall be safely inhabited. And this shall be the plague wherewith the Lord will smite all the people that have fought against Jerusalem. Their flesh shall consume away while they stand upon their feet, and their eyes shall consume away in their holes, and their tongues shall consume away in their mouth. And it shall come to pass in that day that a great tumult from the Lord shall be among them, and they shall lay hold every one on the hand of his neighbor, and his hand shall rise up against the hand of his neighbor. And Judah also shall fight at Jerusalem, and the wealth of all the heathen round about shall be gathered together, gold and silver and apparel in great abundance. And so shall be the plague of the horse, of the mule, of the camel and of the ass, and of all the beasts that shall be in these tents as this plague. And it shall come to pass that every one that is left of all the nations which came against Jerusalem shall even go up from year to year to worship the king, the Lord of hosts, and to keep the feast of tabernacles. And it shall be that whoso will not come up of all the families of the earth unto Jerusalem to worship the king, the Lord of hosts, even upon them shall be no rain. 
And if the family of Egypt go not up, then come not. That have no rain, then there shall be the plague, wherewith the Lord will smite the heathen that come not to keep the feast of tabernacles. This shall be the punishment of Egypt and the punishment of all nations that come not up to keep the feast of tabernacles. In that day there shall be upon the bells of the horses holiness unto the Lord, and the pots in the Lord's house shall be like the bulls before the altar. Yea, every pot in Jerusalem and in Judah shall be holiness unto the Lord of hosts, and all they that sacrifice shall come and take of them and see therein. And in that day there shall be no more the Canaanite in the house of the Lord of hosts. This great battle of Armageddon marks the end of the world as we know it. This juncture begins the thousand-year reign of the Lord Jesus Christ here upon the earth, commonly known as the Millennium. Revelation chapter 20, verse 1 through 4. And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years, and cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him, that he should deceive the nations no more, till the thousand years should be fulfilled, and after that he must be loosed a little season. And I saw thrones, and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands, and they live and reign with Christ a thousand years. In review, the 21 signs of doomsday featured in these articles are listed as follows. 1. Israel the fig tree is budding, and the generation that sees it shall not pass till all is fulfilled. 2. The son of perdition, the return of Jesus for his church and rebuilding of the temple. 3. The red heifer. 4. Cohen and Levi. 5. The world awaits someone. 6. Transgressors are come to the fool. 7. Neighbor oppressing neighbor. 8. Evil becomes good, and good becomes evil. 9. As it was in the days of Noah. 10. Men shall be lovers of their own selves. 11. A famine for the word of God. 12. Many shall run to and fro. 13. Knowledge shall be increased. 14. One world government. 15. The Antichrist to rule the world. 16. One world religious system. 17. The mark of the beast. 18. All nations gather against Israel. 19. Ferocious battle kills two-thirds of Israelites. 20. Half of Jerusalem is taken, and one-third of the remaining Jews are holed up in the other half of Jerusalem. 21. Jesus Christ returns, and the Mount of Olives splits in two for the battle of Armageddon. Revelation chapter 16, verse 13 through 16. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of devils working miracles which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle that of that great day of God Almighty. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. And he gathered them together into a place called in the Hebrew tongue, Armageddon. If you haven't surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, click on the Further with Jesus on this website. It's beginning to rain. God said this world will end. 
Man said, these foolish doomsday prophets make me laugh. There is no end to this world, and certainly no judgment day. Now you have the record.